This is episode four of the journal series and I'm hopefully going to sound a little less depressed than in episode three. I didn't realise until I listened to it back before uploading it today so I've decided to record this opener before I know what's going to be in this episode. Does that make any sense? Anyway I'm happy and I'm hyped up and I'm thinking very positively about the next week or so so maybe the law of attraction will be attracted. A bit about me if you've not heard this before I am now calling myself a mental health advocate because I want to raise awareness of what it's like living with challenging mental health. I've got about 30 years of experience. There are some things I won't share from my journals because they involve other people and this is about my thoughts and feelings and not a reflection on anyone else or situations. So in essence, this makes the entries the least positive ones. But I'm okay with that because it's real life and that is the point that I'm trying to make. The entries you're going to hear are from the last couple of weeks of February. Only one week to go and then I'm on annual leave from one of my jobs. I still have to work the other two, but it should take the pressure off. Although I'm not under pressure, I am shutterproof. I have to record a video over the next few days and I've got a face for radio. Even with good lighting, I look haggard. My hair could also do with a cut, but that isn't going to happen anytime soon. Need to stay away from Facebook apart from work purposes. A couple of entirely separate, diverse posts on there have triggered me today. No idea why. Apparently, I'm in danger of overreaching, so I need to take three days off exercise. Very strange that. I'm fine, but I'll do it to prove that I can, and also I might feel better for it. The hair had to go. Only the fringe, so I can see now. It's a choppy fringe, which it wasn't supposed to be. Unfortunately, in the process, I managed to break the mirror. What are the chances of that? And then I put a tiny bit of makeup on, which is something that I definitely can't be bothered to do on a regular basis. But I do think I look almost presentable and it could just be the crack in the mirror that's interfering with that. I managed to get through a Zoom meeting yesterday evening wearing my running kit with a scarf. I thought it looked quite good on camera, quite smart. And I'm going to miss Zoom meetings when things get back to normal. This is day one of three with no running or strenuous exercise, but I feel too knackered to do anything anyway, so I'm not bothered. I listened back to the last podcast, which I'm putting up in a couple of days, and I sound so depressed. It also seems to revolve around exercise a lot and its impacts on my mental health, and I know that I really need to address this. I did record the video last night. I absolutely hate myself on camera, but I hope it's taken in the way it's intended. Otherwise, it's going to be the end of another era. I feel ill. I ache in most places. I have zero energy. I'm tired. I want to lie down and close my eyes. I can hear, I told you so, and I can hear, you're lazy. Is this karma? I know or think that I can out-mindset this. I can just get out of bed and get on with it in the usual way. But at the same time, I don't want to get out of bed. I want to sleep. As a compromise, I stayed in bed until five past six and then got up and went for a walk. It was a slow walk. I was dragging myself around, but I think the fresh air and solitude made me feel better. The new audiobook helped because it holds my attention much better than the last. If I out-mindset this, I'm storing up problems for the future, I think. Is this listening to your body? If so, I don't really want to hear it. 
now it's Thursday. Physically, I'm feeling less tired today so far. Meditation will be crunch time when I manage to relax and then accidentally fall asleep, but I can't risk that until I've completed my work for today. I'm trying meditation a different way and it seems to be working for me. I'm doing around 15 minutes of breath work to start with and then transitioning into meditation in absolute silence. I used to listen to either a spoken meditation or something with sounds and music and I still find that my mind drifts off all over the place but at times having a narrative or music was irritating me. It's strange how the way you approach things change. I also like having something heavy over my eyes as it seems to relax me. I've got this bean bag which does the job really well. The fact it keeps my eyes closed seems to help because it's one less thing to remember to have to do. Although being extremely tired also has the same effect. After the last few days experience, I'll be setting a timer so that I don't end up asleep. I do think my body probably needed it though. I am finding it difficult to listen to my body, but I'm trying. I also don't like the word body, but I can't find an alternative. I title this entry Small Wins. We're told to celebrate the small wins. I'm happy to hear about other people's, but I find it difficult to share my own. Sometimes I'm quite pleased with something I've done, but it's almost as if sharing it is going to jinx it, or people will think that I'm boasting. Pride comes before a fall. People will laugh if I fall, or more likely they won't notice at all, and therefore I'm feeling awkward unnecessarily. I went to quite a strict religious school and pride was one of the seven deadly sins. I can think of something I was quite proud about last week with my running speeds, but now I'm ill. I told you so. All over. People want to see me fail because they think that I think I'm so important, except I don't. And because I'm not, they probably aren't thinking that at all. I don't think of other people like that. I understand what I'm thinking but not necessarily why I'm thinking it. Lots of thoughts about relationships and friendships today. Let's start off in the morning, this is Friday. I have a thought about the way some people react to mental health. I think it might be controversial, but I think that sometimes people make a big show of claiming that they understand the difficulties that people with mental health issues face and will always be there for them, in air quotes, and then they aren't. I'm not saying that these people don't have the best intentions, but when the chips are down, it's different. At least that's my perception. It's something I think worth exploring further so that I can understand my reactions in social situations. Am I driving people away with my complexity and intensity? Probably. And then a little later in the afternoon, I write... I had an actual handwritten letter today, all 16 pages of it. It was a lovely surprise. We met when we were 16 at college and then continued to correspond through university. Always handwritten letters because email was in its infancy back then, as were mobile phones with any sort of texting facility. It seems very strange looking back on that time. We always exchanged birthday cards, but beyond that, nothing. We did meet up with our families about seven or eight years ago in Debenham's Cafe. We instantly recognised each other, despite the amount of time that had elapsed since we'd last seen each other. It's the sort of friendship that doesn't need constant attention, but at the same time I know it's someone who I could call on and the conversation would just flow. 
no effort needed at all. But at the same time, not the sort of friend who I would discuss how I feel mentally with necessarily. It doesn't feel like that sort of relationship. It's more of a good time friend. Is it wrong that I can categorise my friends like that? I've never been much of a group person. I've always been much happier one-to-one. And therefore, I've likely shared different things with different people. Is that wrong? Does that make me some sort of broken, fragmented person? I'm grateful for anyone who genuinely wants to be my friend and can cope with my many varied moods and ups and downs because I'm sure it's frustrating as much as it's frustrating to me. Now I'm back to the idea that everyone is unique and that different people relate to different people. And that's all good and completely understandable. Diversity is what's needed for an effective community. Sometimes I feel that I'm best fitting in with people that I don't fit in with at all. Because there's no expectation on myself to be like other people, to make them like me in such circumstances. Why do I feel that I'm not liked? What's my evidence for that? This entry was written on Sunday and relates to the video that I mentioned recording earlier in the week. The vid went down well and was taken with the sentiment that was intended. I believe it was appreciated and I can't explain the feeling, but it's something like, I'm pleased that being honest was taken well. The words weren't empty and it being a visual thing made it especially hard for me. It was part of a montage and the entire montage was moving and I can now put faces to names. It's made me happy that I can make someone happy with my words. I find taking compliments difficult, but I think that's probably true of everyone, isn't it? I tried my first run again this morning. It was okay, slow, steady, and short. I'll reserve judgment on how I feel until later today or possibly tomorrow morning when I've tried it again. I've been working on something for a while and I think I've nailed it in its current evolution. It's what I'm calling an aspiration, attitude, attribute, affirmation. And it has six words in it, all coincidentally, starting with co. I was thinking of what a complete version of me might look like, not physically, although if I ever get the whole thing in balance, it would make the world a difference to my perception of myself. Some of the attributes I am already developed in, some I need more practice at, and some seem out of reach, but they're all interlinked and depend on each other. If I achieve or attain one, then it will help towards another. I've made it into a graphic using my lack of artistic talent, but it's the concept that's important, and I do think I've made a reasonably good job of it, even though I say so myself. The more I look at it, the more it makes sense to me. It's in purple and green, Colours I felt drawn to as are the same as the Elman Triangle logo, so that must mean something, mustn't it? It'll be a visual reminder of what I'm aiming for. I've put it on my desktop background, on my phone, and also on my watch, so I cannot avoid seeing it. And fingers crossed encourages me to keep moving towards the target. Today I have a birthday card and present I need to deliver. It's a simple task, they live nearby, 
All I have to do is walk to their front door, ring the bell and have a 30 second conversation. It's even an easy conversation to have. It'll consist of happy birthday, how are you? No point in asking if they've got any plans or anything because no one has. Possibly I could make a remark about the weather. Then it'll be followed up by, I'll leave you to it. At the moment, there's no pressure with the current restrictions to have an elongated conversation. However, I have no inclination to do it. I don't want to see anyone or speak to anyone. This makes me feel bad because they're my friend. I really like them and I've missed their company during lockdown, but I cannot face it. I couldn't find a piece of wrapping paper quite big enough for the present, so I've had to cobble two pieces together. I'm not satisfied with that. I've bought a funny card for them, but it's actually not that funny. I felt under some pressure to choose quickly in the post office because you're only allowed three people in there at a time and I didn't want to hold anybody else up. All told, I'm feeling that my card and present are inferior, but I have nothing to compare them against. The whole situation is stressing me out. It is such a simple thing that I'm complicating and I don't know why. It's completely irrational. If someone bought me a present, I would be so grateful, no matter what it was, but for some reason, my presents are not good enough. Even though as I wrapped it up, I thought I'd happily keep it for myself. Apart from that, today is a day of numbness. I should have masses of time on my hands as I'm only working one job because I'm on leave from another one. But I'm not sure what I'm filling in that time with. I am aware I'm doing a lot of staring into space and also pretending to meditate and then falling asleep. All in all, I'm just not being very productive. Bad day. Bad food day. Close time. I'm breathless through the added effort of dragging my weight around. I'm quite choked up. I'm feeling weary. I'm annoyed. I can't cope with this today. I've got no motivation. I don't want to associate with anyone. I can't even be bothered to write this down properly because it requires thought. I don't really have any thoughts today. Apart from those I've just written that I'm now recording. So all in all, it's not very positive, is it? So the positivity police can just come and fucking shoot me. I've been to see mum today. She hasn't seen anyone for ages, but she does phone her neighbours. She's bored and she can't remember what she did prior to all of this going on and so doesn't know what to do about it when it's over. She gave me all her out-of-date chocolate, some out-of-date bread flour, lemon curd that she doesn't like and a pack of frozen king prawns. She's still maintaining that Covid has been spread by men with beards and dogs on buses. I do admire her for her robustness, I told her that, but it seems to go over her head. I also noticed that she never says she's proud of anything or anyone, but always says your father or grandfather or insert name of dead person would have been so proud. I find that a little bit interesting. Be careful who you ask for help from. I'm not encouraged to try again. It's hard to admit that you've cocked up big time and you need help in getting back on track. And this really upset me last night. I became very paranoid and anxious. I don't know whether my paranoia was justified or not, but that's how I felt. Fortunately, I'm taking a different, much more aggressive fuck you attitude this morning and I'll see how it plays out. 
but all I feel like I'm doing is whining and feeling sorry for myself, and I hate myself for it. There's a beautiful misty sunrise this morning, and I can walk around the field again now it's lighter. It was clear and crisp, and I loved the feeling of clean, cool air in my lungs. I'm very grateful that I can walk and see and experience a real diverse mix of urban and rural life so close to home. The field itself is popular with dog walkers and I was on my third lap when one who I've previously smiled at commented that this must be my third lap and I was doing well. I smiled and then when I met him again on the next lap round I felt compelled to say something to him so I just came out with five times round is two miles. He sort of looked at me and asked if I'd measured it, which of course I have, because I need to know all the metrics to ensure that I've done enough. He thanked me for the information and then made a comment on the weather. I couldn't go round again because I didn't want a further exchange with him because I wouldn't know what to say and then that would have been really awkward. So I went off on another route and as I approached home again, I saw him, but from a distance, and I hid until he'd gone past. I'm not sure why. I just can't do my own thing without feeling so self-conscious and ashamed. But I know that he walks around there most mornings because I saw him last year. Like me, he takes his morning drink with him. I'm assuming it's coffee. And now that I've broken the ice with him, I'm going to feel compelled to say something every time I see him. So I've thought about this and I've planned to ask him what's in the cup next time. I'm sure that I'm going to run out of this inane conversation very quickly Um, And I'm worried that it's going to be another complication as to where I can go to avoid people. The lighter mornings are absolutely beautiful and I wouldn't have it any other way, but I just feel safer in the dark. Yesterday was Mindset by Dave's Mental Health Marathon. I don't mind, I'm sure he wouldn't mind if I mention him by name for this one. It was 26.2 hours of guests talking about mental health matters and it was live on Twitch. I was the guest in hour 21, camera on and everything. I was really nervous about it all day because I watched the other guests before me. I was in awe of their stories and also the level of knowledge that they had about mental health. I was completely hooked on it. In each guest I listened to, I could sense a little bit of the way I think and feel. And I think that has made me appreciate the term uniqueness. And perhaps I don't need to try and fit in because there are people out there who I can relate to and maybe I've been trying to score 100% when I don't need to. I'm thinking of it like playing cards. Each card has things in common with others. The other cards in its suit, the other cards with the same number. Some cards have pictures on them and some don't. There are probably other things I haven't thought of. And then you can expand on that with more than one pack because the backs are all different. So even if you get the same card with the same number, with the same suit from two different packs, the backs will be different. This is an analogy that is a work in progress. Many of the guests were mental health advocates, which is my aspiration. But Dave actually advertised or billed me as a mental health voyager, which I now think is much more apt because I am navigating my way through my feelings, the ups and the downs with the waves and the nausea and disorientation when things get really bad. And there's so much more that I want to say about it, but right now I'm full of ideas that I can't organise well enough to write down, but I'm going to reflect on them. I am full of hope today, and I think I found people who won't judge me for the way that I think, and I really do need that connection.
So I end on a high. February's over and it's my least favourite month. The days are getting brighter. Things are changing. The lockdown is easing, but the changes in the last year are going to have a long term positive impact, I believe. So don't accuse me of being negative. I'm an optimistic realist. I'm a mental health voyager. And I think I'm feeling better for sharing my experiences. I want more connection. I can be contacted on almondtriangle at gmail.com or through Instagram where I'm almond.triangle. And doing this podcast is my way of reaching out.